Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Smash Bash Yet Not Dash podcast. This is season two, episode four. And today I have with me a very special friend and a guest. It is Amit Bagga. He is the co-owner of Darya Ganj, the amazing chain of Indian restaurants, and also owns iTalk Media, which has got a whole bunch of articles and doing some amazing things in it. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners of the podcast, if you haven't tried out Darya Ganj right now, or that you really missed something, it is the Indian restaurant which has the most spectacular butter chicken. In fact, they call themselves the founders of butter chicken, right? And it is really, really taking it by storm. Amit, of course, has also been a part of the first batch of Scaling with GB at the Gaurav Bhagat Academy. And it was great to have him here. Amit, great to have you on the Smash Bashed Yet Not Dashed podcast. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure for me to be here. And uh, especially with you, because you've always been an inspiration for me since I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And speaking about kids, I think our first meeting probably happened and maybe it was Amit's eighth birthday. I don't remember. Amit, of course, was uh, you know, a really close friend of my brother's. And I remember going across to his home in, in Pusa Road for what would have been his eighth birthday. And I tagged along. And uh, I remember we saw Tridev as, as a movie. It was, it was grand, okay? It was grand because yeah. birthday parties in the 80s in Delhi weren't. And, and Amit yeah. Bhagat threw the best parties in Pusa Road, right? And I, I remember that. So tell me, tell me about the good times of, of growing up as an influential central Delhi family. You know, how was that for you? So yeah, I was born in a business family and uh, I was growing up. And I was going to St. Columbus School with, uh, with your brother. I'm, he was such a great guy. And uh, you know, I still remember, I used, you know, he was the one person who used to call me for all his birthday parties. And, you know, I was not that uh, studious, uh, you know, in school, you should judge your friends, oh, how well they are performing in school. So I you know, never used to perform well in school. So then everyone used to not call me for the birthday party. But Grish, your brother used to call me for every birthday party. I used to really like him for that. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, so I mean, uh, and I remember coming to uh, your house once and I saw a game uh, lying on this table and he said, what is this game? It's like the stock market game. Oh, this is very interesting. Where did you get it from? Then my brother made it. Like, what are you talking? Your brother made it. How can it be possible? And I saw that you know your name there. I'm surprised, man. Your brother is such a young. He's young and you know he's already you know running a business. It was for us as kids. It was like um you know imagine a you know your you know kid running a business. It was like a you know something surprising. So I actually was the first time I actually got inspired. That was the first inspiration, actually. I never told you I've always been inspired after that. You know, I used to feel that, okay, this guy can do it. I used to start, my mind started thinking about, at that time, you know, I used to start thinking about ideas, business, started reading the Economic Times. That's what I did that time. You know, that time when I got to know that you were doing such interesting things that 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 such young age. Yeah, yeah, I think I've been one of those crazy 16-year-olds who got into entrepreneurship. And, and you guys, of course, all four years younger. So you must have been 12 at the time. And yes. I'm sure it must have really come up as uh, something pretty interesting. So, of course, this podcast is called the Smashed Bashed, you know, yet not dashed uh, podcast. And keeping that in mind, I actually have my first question uh, for you. And I know everyone has at some point in their lives this moment, which is a smash bashed moment for them. So would you like to talk about which was that moment for you and just let everyone know a little bit more about what happened? If I think about it, I would broadly say I have almost three three incidents like this, which I can think of where wow. 
I can relate to this. In a, you know, at every stage in my life, what we you know, it, it all mattered a lot. All these moments which I went through. I I should I'll start with the first one. So as a kid, I I you know I mean I feel our India's system of you know education has to be made right. It's all about mugging up things and writing it and getting the right now the marks, but never getting into understanding. I was a guy I never I used to never want to do that. And I never used to get the right marks because of that. <laughs> so, I in my in my eleventh grade, I took up the wrong subject. I took up science, which I because the reason was because that the commerce was not available in that time. That there was very limited seats, and uh, I actually could not. So I, I that was the first we call it failure. So today we all joke about it when we used to say, "Okay, we are a failure. You're a failure. You you mm-hmm. did you plunk the class." Mm-hmm. So, but you know then. I said maybe that was the wrong thing I did by taking up the wrong subject. So instead of repeating or going to another class again, then I I went up and took up commerce in the twelfth standard straight away, and mm-hmm. and actually I came out with for for me that time having an aggregate of seventy percent was very big for me. <laughs> so I came out with that and and everyone was like shocked. What happened? You know how did you come back uh, and do that? So I actually even when I did the wrong took that wrong decision, I really mm-hmm. worked very hard. to you know get that result because i wanted to prove it to everyone that it's not uh, that i can't do it but awesome. that was one 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 time when you know that time you started you know in school it's all people your kids around you will look down upon you you flunk and all that it was like a very kind of a smashed moment for me that and that's why i had to come back and you know prove it to the world that i can do it so that's what one very small incident which happened it laid the foundation of you know making me feel that yes you can come back when you have a bad or you have a uh, smashed up moment like that yeah yeah that was the first incident which i can think of and uh, so the second one is where which is the more elaborate one and where where i actually that made in made me what i am right now the second time which i went through so i really feel that people are scared of failures but i really feel failures is the stepping stone to any success if you don't have failure you will never you know i don't think you will ever be successful you can call yourself successful if you're not gone through failure you will never be successful so true i mean because you, i mean because you know, if you don't have failure you will always feel that i'm invincible i can and you you'll never really realize what success is all about you will never value the success yeah so second time was so i i mean if i tell you a bit about my life after that i when i was about in my mid 20s i decided to get into restaurant the restaurant business and also i i start so i started a few you know started off as an investor in one of uh, with a friend of mine and he started a few bars which really became the trend setters that time there was a bar called boombox cafe then out of the box in hoskas village and you know, we they were all trend setters we used to i mean we used to do the craziest uh, revenue that time you know the highest in the market that time and we we we, 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 we so it was something which you know at that time and you know, that success was happening and you every was going out very well i i also felt that now now it's all sorted now this is sorted i'm going to be i was on the top of the world at that time but so i mean that time uh, so uh, i mean few years later like uh, when i was was about third so this all went on 5 6 7 years we had a great run we had you know great successes and when i got and then i got married when i was about 32 and uh, that's uh, a lot of things changed in my life that time after that it was uh, in those 
two, you know, two, three years, a lot of things happened which changed my life. So, uh, I mean, then I had success, you know, and in quick succession, I had two sons. And by the time I was 34, 35, I already had a family with two sons and things were looking good. And I was like, okay, now life is set, life is sorted. Mm-hmm. But that's when the complete turnaround happened in my life. So what happened that time was that because of some regulatory issues which happened, so I was operating a lot of my restaurants in this area called Hoskar's Village in Delhi. And uh, that was an area which is not a planned area. It's like an old village converted into a commercial space. So obviously there were infrastructural issues and and then there were you know regulatory issues which happened. So slowly, slowly, things started going bad. They didn't have infrastructure. There was parking issues. I mean, I mean, a lot of issues happened. And slowly, that whole area as a whole went really down. And uh, one after another, I had about five restaurants that time. One after another, everyone started shutting down because of some reason or the other. Either the cloud doesn't want to come, or maybe some regulatory license issue happens. There was some a lot of things happened. So here I was you know, after getting married with more responsibility, and you know, standing there, I suddenly. Yeah, so, yeah. So here I was uh, looking. Uh, you know, things started. You know, changing a lot around me because all my businesses were shutting down one after another. And you know, I was in a position where I didn't know what to do, what where. And at one fine day, I was standing with no nothing. None of my businesses being operational, or yeah. everything shut down. And you know, a lot of losses for me. A lot of liabilities coming up on my head, and there was no income coming in. So it was like you know, and I was uh, always been independent. I was not involved in my family this is all on my own so i was like what to do that time that was the turning point of my life so at that point of time everyone around me had written me off totally that this guy is finished was gone i mean that's when i see saw a lot of change in the attitude of people around me some people used to treat me before they used to talk to me before in fact i have a very uh, you know interesting uh, thing which i saw that there was a whatsapp message of the same guy in the chat when he messaged me that time, so like, hi, Amit, how are you? And then suddenly he messaged me a few weeks back, hello, Amit, sir, how are you? <laughs> how did it change? <laughs> I mean, like, I don't, I don't know. So, so, I mean, that time I realized um, now, the, you know, at that time I, my lesson, which I learned, I, I said I have to analyze what all I have done wrong, or what all my decisions went wrong, and I need to learn from them. That's what I decided that time. And it was very important to have my family support that time, which was there with my wife. She really supported me, pushed me that, you know, you can, go and try out something. So I realized one thing, I'm, I'm a big data analytics guy. So I realized that, okay, so people say that your chances of getting success is one out of 100, maybe. So so I said, okay, let me just go and try 100 times. I will be successful for sure. That was my first lesson I realized. I said, I will go and try anything I can. So I that time I was, I was not sure whether I still want to be in the restaurant business. So I went and tried everything in the world. I went and tried to, maybe do a supply uh, supply some products to the restaurant supplier do this or do mark any i mean i tried everything under the sun i used to wake up in the morning fix 10 meetings okay i go this to this guy I go to that guy I go to this i mean it was also not that i was not focusing but i was trying a lot of things i was finding where i could find that one thing where i could take it forward from there so i mean so everyone thinks it's easy it just become to become successful but like i said odds are against yeah. you that you please you work according to the odds try 100 times that was the first but you know what i love about that what i love about that amit and what you just mentioned is a lot of people when they go through this kind of crisis where you've lost everything your businesses are gone the debtors are you know you know, the, yeah. so the debts are really piling up. You've got your, yeah. the lenders are now coming to you and 
like banging at your doors and saying, hey, time yeah. to you know, pay up and you know, come up with the liabilities. Right. Now, right. a lot of people find this to be, I mean, of course, stressful, but they also do exactly the opposite of what you just did. So you went into action while a lot of other people go into inaction and they go into despondency and they get all depressed and everything. But yes. you went to action. I think I love that. I've never never heard that happen much for a lot of people. So yeah, maybe you want to talk a little bit more about yeah. your thoughts there as well. So I mean, it's not that I'm human. I was obviously feeling very low that. But then I realized that you can only do something which is in your control. By I I can I can do something which is not in your control. You can't do anything about it. So I said, what is in my control is go and try. I mean, I just I just this this is I I never I have a thinking which maybe is good in a way for me that I don't go by the book. There was a quote actually I made that though. If you go by the book, but make sure the book is written by you yourself. So I mean, okay. so that's uh, so I felt you know now I I will never go with any preconceived notion. Oh, this is not possible. This cannot be done. I, I always think that anything is possible. There's a quote which really I really believe in. It actually defines my life. The the fool who did, did not know it's impossible, so he went and did it. So okay. if you don't know it's impossible, you will actually go, you have a chance to do it. If you keep thinking okay. that oh, it's not possible, possible by the preconceived notions, you'll never ever go and try. So that's where sometimes you know you know education puts you down by the thing by saying that okay you can't this is not possible. So that's was one thinking which I had that time. I said I, I don't care. I will just gonna try. I will try, try, try. So I mean it did it took a lot of time. Talk about almost a year. I was going every day, banging on doors, and going trying to uh, trying new ideas, pitching new ideas to people, going and trying different things. Out of all this, then this was about three years back. So one idea suddenly clicked. There was one idea which I had which clicked really three years back, and I started working on that. You know, from there on. So I mean, so. So I will, and I'll talk about that after that. But a few lessons I wanted to, you know, say that what was the few things I had in mind that time when I was starting my life kind of all over again. Sure. Number one was sure. that integrity. Integrity and honesty is the most important thing. I feel that principally, if you are integrity, you're strong, and you know, you're, if you are, you know, honest and integrity, your integrity is strong. In life, I feel and believe in karma. You will everything will fall in place. So if there were any people who had you know you know I had to pay to li- as liabilities for the businesses, the losses which I felt, I told them I will I will pay you off, and I will I gave them that. I never ran away from them. You should never run away from yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. But one thing, and also whatever I wanted to do, one one thing was to make sure that integrity is part of it. And second thing was, I realized that. You, one more thing which happened and when I reached that first stage of the first breakthrough perseverance is very important you have to really go after after things you can't just leave it like that I mean mm-hmm. I want to say one more thing about perseverance here so I was watching this movie The Founder which is a story about he said a very uh, you know very interesting thing that you know, there are huge, many many talented people in the world there are many intelligent people in the world but you you must have heard of a lot of things wasted talent or wasted intelligence why so that is not the only defining factor what is the defining factor is that how 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 much that person can go after that goal how much perseverance that person can put into it that is the differentiating factor some people just give up after trying two three times you have to keep 
going after it so that's when you get the results you could be you know very talented but if you don't go and try what will probably get the results you know? one so that's one lesson i learned from perseverance is very important and uh, so also i all also thought at that time that if i have to compete with this whole in this in this in this you know in this competitive world i have to be different from everyone else i have to think of something different that's where innovation has to come in so i started thinking differently i mean i'm not the sometimes even different things sometimes even differently of the for the for right. different things so right. that's right. and that's when one of my ideas clicked because of that reason which i had that thinking so one idea was that that i went to a, all my restaurant your friends i said okay what if we put a small digital screen here in the in the restaurant which right. gives you a platform to put your own offers promotions whatever you want to put and i and you don't pay anything and we monetize it by putting ads of you know, people who want to target the audience in your restaurants right. and it works well for it's a win win for everyone yeah. win win for you win for you win for them win for us because we uh, so all three together make a so that's that's also one more lesson whatever you do in life you have it has to be win win for everyone you cannot move ahead in life alone you have to make sure everyone goes along with you everyone gets something out of it you can't just think okay. only for yourself so it, it was a win win for everyone everyone said yes and we started off so we started off with just 25 digital screens mm-hmm. and this was with the partner my partner gautam bilani who uh, actually is the one who leads this company because i'm not a media guy he is yeah. the one uh, who is the ceo of the company i was a co-founder and uh, so so we started with 25 TVs, 25 digital screens. We started off with. In just three years now, we have 2,500 digital units, wow. and our and we know we are one of the. We are in fact, not not even one. I would say we are the leading digital out of home player in the market right now. So that's was a big breakthrough, and this all happened in just three years. And was just started from that one idea, and which mm-hmm. I pitched. Okay, let me do something different here in the restaurant. It just worked. And today, we just from started from 25 restaurants. We we came to now. 1800 restaurants yeah awesome. so i mean that was one so that was one thing and then and one year later then i had this passion of my restaurants i could not let that go again then then there when i when i thought what do i do now differently in the restaurant industry i could not do think of anything different i want to take a tough chance for that i said let's do something differently that's when i realized that you know the lessons which i learned from all the restaurants which i had learned earlier they shut down i learned a few lessons you know one lesson was that don't do a very big restaurant so do a 5 6 7 000 square feet restaurant so let's do a smaller restaurant 2000 square feet easier to manage when there are the tough times you know the expenses don't pile up number one was that and it's poor people always see a waiting around the area the restaurant number one was that the second was focus on family restaurants the bars don't last for too long family restaurants run for 60 70 years they have a much loyal clientele the third was that focus on the cuisine which people love the most is indian cuisine and the fourth right. was that you know that make sure that you get maximum revenue out of one place so that's where the idea started and i met another friend of mine raghav jaggi who was uh, my class childhood school friend he was in the same school columbus with us yeah. and uh, so he told me the story about his grandfather who you know actually invented butter chicken dal makhani i picked up like let's do that and let's start a new restaurant we give a tribute to your grandfather and we talk about that story as well and that touchwood was i took and that also then for few months three four months this was like i was forgot everything in this world you know, i am like working 18 19 hours a day i was like i mean i mean i, I realized one thing what people have done in five, in maybe say 10 years i want to do in 2 years so what will i have to do i realized in a normal day when people work for 8 9 hours they maybe effectively work for just one or two hours i, mean, I said i will work effectively for 18 hours to get 
to make sure I can do whatever people have done in much longer time in a lesser time. And because when you're working, people think that no, we have to really actually have quality time to work, not just sitting in the office and doing nothing. And I really put a lot of quality time into doing things. So that helped. I started the restaurant Touchwood. It became a runaway success. In just two years now, we are opening our fifth outlet, and we've been you know awarded a lot uh, by many, many you know many, many people. And it's been a, a great journey from uh, that uh, that moment to now. So, now, yeah, also, so, I mean, of course, we're going to talk more about Darya Ganja in a short while as well. But let me take you back to that second instance, right? And again, what I've seen is restauranters and successful restauranters, they have a lot of friends. They attract a lot of attention. Like you almost mentioned, that WhatsApp yeah. message came to you as well. So what was it like when you were reaching out to some of these people and they knew that you were in a state of decline, almost financial catastrophe and when you were knocking some of these doors and these so-called friends just tend to you know disappear or ignore you so what was it like you know what was it like then and uh, anything that comes to mind where you're like okay i'm wiser because of you know these so-called friends and the experiences that i've had so yes you know i i tried to you know i mean the character towards me had changed totally when people see a guy successful they all, everyone wants to be around him but when they see a failure no one wants to be around a failure they want to be associated with the failure so because that's actually we all also we you know we use the wrong word friends they're mostly acquaintances friends are very few i feel you know you can't have more than 2 3 4 friends in your life that's very tough to manage so many friends <laughs> so i mean one thing was that but you know today when i look back at that time, those times when all the people who did those things with me and I really thank them because I feel if they all had helped me out and and actually given me everything on the platter, I wouldn't have worked that hard. So I actually feel they are also part of my success, and I give a credit to them. They're not doing the things which they which, which I which they shouldn't have done for me. So I look at it in a very positive way. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Also, this time, right? And you're young. You're still in your early thirties. was there someone that you really looked up to and who you know held your hand and saw you through this crazy tumultuous time is there anyone who comes to mind uh, who you went to for advice or mentorship actually i would say uh, my friend my friend raghav jaggi who was my childhood friend from columbus he was one guy who really believed in me that time when i went to him for this idea to start the restaurant no one actually wanted to even talk to me when I, the many investors i went to everyone said you know want to invest with this guy but he this guy said i believe in you i want to give you this chance to do this i will come in and back you on this project and he he was one guy who used to actually give me a lot of advice as well and one i mean i didn't have any kind of older mentor or someone that time to go to so i kind of learned a lot around myself only but these friends of mine a few friends of mine like raghav and another few, one or two friends of mine they were they was they really supported me so i mean i really feel that more than your sometimes more than your family your friends become your family that's that guy really supported me and yeah. uh, so i give it to him for that <laughs> yeah yeah and i remember this uh, because it was of course uh, in mid 2019 we'd met again after many many years girish had just uh, passed away unfortunately and you guys came over to the house uh, raghav and yourself uh, both yeah. and you mentioned about how the collaboration happened amongst you it was inspirational and darya ganj of course was on the cusp of something fantastic and there were great things happening right and uh, i'd met raghav in new york as well and we'd spoken about how and the plans that you guys had it was fantastic i was in new york in september yeah. september of 18 i guess and we'd spoken about a whole bunch of you know, really good things happening 
And of course, in Feb 2020, come March 2020, the pandemic hits, right? Everything is, is locked down. You guys are on the cusp of, again, like this really big breakthrough. The restaurants are exploding. Everyone's writing about you. Uh, people are raving about your food. You now have restaurants in Connaught Place and, and Aero City yeah. and multiple more. And then everything shuts down. And what was that like for you? Was it like deja vu? Was it not like, you know, oh my God, this is happening to me again, right? So what was it like for you then? Yeah, the third moment, third defining moment in my life, which I told you, the first two I spoke about, and then the third one was this. And that third defining moment was when this pandemic happened. I had worked hard and I'd made such a brand that people were talking about it. We were raring to go. We were planning to open. We already had four restaurants. We planned to open three more. And, you know, we were like, I was like, okay, now things are back to normal again. And then suddenly the pandemic struck. Everything is... And at that time, when all my restaurants shut down, my media company also connected to restaurants, everything was business was shut down. Like, what the hell? I'm like, I'm, I'm, I think I'm back to square one. That's what I thought that time. And that time when he was stuck in the house, in fact, Raja Muni messaged me once, hey, Amit, you've got to check this out. This guy got a, your, uh, your post. There's something happening. Go join this. I said, okay, let me try. I'm like, okay, I'll go, but I also didn't come with any expectation. I said, okay, let's just see. I'm free right now. What's happening? So I joined the scaling with GB um, thing, the, the program. And so when I went there, the first time, I, you know, actually the first thing, good thing was when I came for the first session, I started feeling, okay, now, just some positivity coming around. You gave out so much positivity the way you spoke. You you reaffirmed a lot of ideas which I always had. It also very much required that time. You know, I really, really, it really helped me that time with that all that motivation which came in from how you spoke from that first session. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this after I heard that first session. This is, I think, and I had a feeling that this is gonna be a very good thing for me. And I, if I wrote to the wrote to back to you when you asked me what defining moments and everything so i said okay i feel that this is going to be a defining moment again for me and it was and you know so it really really motivated me to, to be positive i organized my life much better in those few months of the lockdown i started taking on everything organizing writing my goals writing my life goals writing i used i made a list of everything which i could and i made a made targets for myself i went to my team i got put them all together we made Organized a lot of documents. I heard, picked up a few things which you had spoken about, how to organize your financial statements. I picked that up. I organized it. And I realized it was the biggest of CAs would not be thinking of some basic things, which were how to have just those three statements connected to each other, which you spoke right. about, which was the cash flow, the PL, and the balance sheet. You link that together, you know what's happening in the business. Really just changed the whole perspective of which I had towards the business there. So, yeah. I mean, then I, I again, at that, for that time, I thought, Let's just put in the effort. One lesson I have in, in my life, which I've really followed, is that, like I said, I believe in karma. So uh, focus on the process or the whole process, not the result. Because the result will be the, I mean, result will is going to come out of the process only. So if you keep thinking about the result, you will never be able to do it. So when I opened the Dajagan restaurant, I didn't know I would be the best restaurant, I would be, be successful. I said, I'm going to go and give my best to make sure I give the best product. And rest will follow. My my teams from him. So yeah, so that was one lesson. And then from here on, then uh, you know when we went and uh, in my other company, I talked me and my partner Gautam. We were talking about what we do. So we had a comp- uh, leading uh, liquor company looking to support restaurants by giving them some kind of you know things which will which will help them. 
So we went and pitched them. Why don't you give these screens to your the restaurants and they will help them to, you know, digitize all their things because it was time was to digitize everything. We went and gave a pitch and they, they came back after a few months and said, okay, we love your product. We're going to take it. And in fact, we could not find anyone else doing this in India, the same software. Yeah. So it was a big thing with that idea helped that, you know, when I thought of doing something different, when they went and checked the market, they could not find anyone else doing it. We're the only ones doing it. So that's they are the they gave us an order from from 300 restaurants. We went up to 1500 restaurants from there. Uh-huh. So we got an order for 1200 restaurants. It was a big big breakthrough. Yeah. That's what I told you that thanks to you. I mean, the, this pandemic actually has changed the, my life in the, the positive way. And then we signed two more restaurants because people saw the uh, you know when we reopened our restaurants it was tough, but you know we started getting good uh, numbers because people were coming back the loyalty factor was a loyalty factor Correct. we got two other two more restaurants to sign up to that you know we signed two more restaurants awesome. and then the best best thing that happened was after that that we i just few months received two awards in quick succession one was for my other company the media startup of the year and wow. the just on the restaurant of the year so all both okay. happened together so i realized this three years of my hard work on uh, the media company got me the startup of the year, and the two years I put in, in the in my restaurant business got me the restaurant of the year. So these three years changed everything. And then the pandemic, which was I think was just a pause. And in fact, I wrote an article, yeah. and you know, uh, on Business World magazine, which said the heading was, "It's not the end; it's just a mend." Mm-hmm. So just a great time for mend mm-hmm. your. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. And uh, interesting that you also mentioned scaling with GB and how you came on the first batch. And I had no clue how you actually made your way there. But I will say this, once you were there, I mean, you played to win, right? I mean, the reason why you also made the 21 strong and the 21 strong is the 21 of the best of the thousands that we've really gone and taken through the programs. And I think it's amazing how you, and you imbibed everything. Like right now you mentioned goal setting. Okay. You also mentioned like the financial aspect, how you got into that and got that into your businesses. What you did mention is that you also had a big, big, big breakthrough, even on the health front. And I remember, you know, you're seeing you and I'm like, is that the same Amit? Because he had lost, okay, you'd lost like a fantastic amount of weight. So even, even the health goals, you picked it and you crushed it. And that was, that was just amazing. Yes. I mean, like you, like you taught us that, you know, you look at all the five, six areas of your life and what are your goals? Like starting from the health goals. I lost a lot of weight looking at my health goals. I spent a lot of time with my family, looking at my family goals. I set up all my system processes, everything properly in my company and get got ready for starting, restarting my restaurant again when the pandemic ends, when the, when the lockdown ends. And that, that was the, my, my business goals. I started organizing my finances, that was the financial goals. Then, I mean, every area of my life, I started planning there. A lot of things I've already executed and some more things coming up, like my travel plans, my travel goals will come later. <laughs> so a lot of things will really help. It really helps. And sometimes I feel, you know, what, what, what happens is that everyone thinks you have to come and talk about everything in detail or this, that, or give an exact, you know, kind of manual for something. Sometimes you just need people to come and tell you basics, which people forget the basic. Just do these three, four things. That's it. That's that's what you come and say, and that just helps. You know, people because people forget those basic things. Sometimes they start looking at things very, making things very complicated for no reason. You know, great, one hundred percent agree. And I always tell everyone at the GBS, we try and make it just simple. If it's not yeah. easily implementable, you know, why are we even telling it and teaching yes. it? So, and as we come towards like the wrapping up part, maybe the last two three questions. What's your advice? Because you've been through this, uh, you know, multiple times. What's your advice to all the people who've been beaten down 
okay, in life, and they just doubt their ability to bounce back. And you've been there three times. I mean, you've been there in your 11th grade, you've been there in when you had your first uh, ventures, you all collapsed in your early 30s. And then of course, you again, almost witnessed that again last year. So what's your advice to all those people who get beaten down and just doubt their ability to bounce back? So, so when uh, one quote again I wrote, which I said, whenever you're going through a tough time and whenever you're really down, ask yourself this question. Is this the lowest point of my life? If the answer is yes, that means your, your, your growth is going to happen now. Now, answer is that. If the answer is, is this a lowest low point in life? No. No, then why are you, why are you worrying? Then it's not the lowest point. You've been through worse and got out of it. So why are you worrying about it? Mm-hmm. In both scenarios, I feel you are. It's going to be your growth. Yeah. So I think I think it's positive thinking is very important. Family support is very important, and something is that at that point of time when you're really down, everyone around you, with the way they are behaving, you start feeling that okay, I maybe I am I'm finished. I cannot do anything. But you really need to focus and believe in yourself. That time it's not easy. It's easier said than done. But I just you know feel that when you when you get negative thoughts that time, I used to just. I put my went into positivity. So I just pick up a book, I pick up something good, I start reading it to divert my attention from any negativity. And that used to give me knowledge and make me take me into another world, another zone. So one thing is that, I mean, and also one like Grant Gordon said in one of his uh, uh, podcasts that, you know, that when I, because he said, you can take anything away from me. You can take my money, you can take my cars, my, take my, my jets, but you can't take one thing away from me is my courage, he said. And I also add on to that, that you can't take any away, uh, you can't take your knowledge away from you. You can't take your experience away. I mean, no one can take your experience away. No one can take your knowledge away. They cannot take your courage away. They can take any materialistic things away. So when you have these with you, you will easily bounce back for sure. Oh, 100%. It's interesting that you're, you're down this track because I see a very new Amit Bhagga in the last few months, right? You're creating codes, you're putting stuff out there, you're speaking on forums, uh, you're active in the restaurant associations, which is sometimes a business which is not the most organized in this direction. You're active in the CR, CSR space as well. So how do you see yeah. this aspect playing out? Is there potentially another you know, vertical that might be coming out of this one? Tell me a little bit more about yeah. that. Inspired by you, I feel that you know you gotta give to back to people, society, and give back to people. I feel like what I can do is I can give back to people by telling them my experiences. If they hear me out and say, "Okay, oh, this guy has been through this and he came back," so even I can come back. So I want to inspire people and I want to motivate people around us. That okay, sometimes you know, I've seen, I hear people news about people committing suicide, but when they go through the worst times in life, at that point of time, it just needs a little bit of motivation. That can really save a lot of lives. So I feel we need to motivate people that, okay, it's not the end. You can always come back. So then I want to do that for, you know, wherever I can, wherever I get the opportunity, I want to go out and tell people to be positive and, and not, not, be, you know, not think that it's the end, end of life. If you lose anything in life, that's, I feel it's, that is the time, that's, that's a part of your learning experience in life. Every failure is a stepping stone to success. 100%, 100%, and that's just so, so good that you're coming down, you know, that path now. So one final question would be, where does Amit Bhagga see himself in five years uh, from today? So I'm 40 now, so for when I'm 45, what I would want, I, I want, when I see myself in, when I'm 45 is that I should have already achieved all my financial goals and 
as in my what i where i want to take my companies to and from there on i and if i have done that from there on i want to do something for the world and the society i hope i get the chance because i feel this i do, i'm no i don't have any materialistic ambitions too much i know that the money is required for certain level require money but then after that that money can help you to do a lot of change the world i really want to change the world in whatever way i can whatever small way i can i really believe in innovation and what gives me the kick is doing something different or something differently so i want to maybe five years down the line be starting doing something which can actually change the world and you know try to do some things in in wherever way i can involve innovation in that yeah. from maybe the data analytics or processes or anything which comes up oh i'm sure it will happen and i have no doubt about that because you've been an action taker as, as as far back as i can remember right i'm saying going back to even when you were in your early teens so i without a doubt believe that's going to happen amit thank you so much for being of course today on this podcast um ladies and gentlemen listeners okay watch out for the daryagan chain of restaurants if you haven't already gone there and eaten the butter chicken and the dal makhani okay you're missing out something like absolutely fantastic you have to go it's not only the food it's the ambiance and how they make you feel and 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 that and more i have no doubt that it's going to be the media businesses that are going to come up and play an important role as well in the future and even though he downplays it okay watch out for this guy because he is already becoming um, an influencer slash thinker where he is pushing motivating and taking even people's game to the next level so i would not be surprised if in due course okay we have amit making a serious impact in the space of well even motivation and talks and all of that basis the journey that he's really had right basis the journey that he's really had. thanks thanks yeah, for hey. you know feeling my uh, life the third time around <laughs> thank you no thank you and like i said you know thank you for putting in the work because the course had 70 people on it right the first batch okay why do we have only 12 or 13 who are absolutely crushing it right and subsequent batches have had like 50 and 60 but you always have only 6 to 7% you know that actually achieve and then i mentioned this with pile last the week for last as well you have the one or 2% who are above and beyond and and truly i mean you're just another person in that line and in that space as well and i'm sure amazing things are going to happen so thank you so much for your time today and um, you know really wishing you all the best and we are going to have our next scaling with gb batch get together at the ganj uh, sooner rather than later welcome i'm looking forward to that <laughs> thank awesome. you awesome all right thank you so much